Faith, Hope and Love, episode 361, the second Sunday of Easter of Divine Mercy, Year C. This Sunday is Divine Mercy Sunday, in which we recall the absolute mercy and love that Jesus has for all humanity. Today we know our Lord is certainly worth trusting in, and all his promises are true, and we can thank St. Thomas for asking Christ to confirm this for all future generations, including us here and now. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Like newborn infants, you must long for the pure spiritual milk that in him may grow to salvation. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and happy Easter season, as we continue to be united in Christ wherever we are. Our Lord promises to be with us always, through everything. To prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to
let us pray that God will increase our faith. God of everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast kindle the faith of the people you have made your own, increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed, that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed, by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed, through our Lord Jesus Christ your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles Many signs and wonders were done among the people through the apostles, and the believers were all together in Solomon's portico. None of the rest dared to join them, but the people held them in high esteem. More than ever believers were added to the Lord, great numbers of both men and women, so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats, in order that Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he came by. A great number of people would also gather from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all cured. The Word of the Lord Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is everlasting. Let the family of Israel say, His love endures forever. Let the family of Aaron say, His love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His love endures forever. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord a marvel in our eyes. This day was made by the Lord, we rejoice and be glad. O Lord, grant us salvation, O Lord, grant success. Blessed in the name of the Lord is the one who comes. We bless you from the house of the Lord, the Lord God is our light. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love is everlasting. A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, your brother, who share with you in Jesus the persecution and the kingdom and the patient endurance was on the island called Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, Write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches. Then I turned to see whose voice it was, 
that spoke to me, and on turning I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of the lampstands I saw one like the Son of Man, clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash across his chest. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead, but he placed his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid, I am the first and the last, and the living one. I was dead, but see, I am alive for ever and ever, and I have the keys of death and of Hades. Now write what you have seen, what is and what is to take place after this. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. You believe in me, Thomas, because you have seen me. Happy those who have not seen me, but still believe. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Chapter 20, verses 19 to 31. It was evening on the day Jesus rose from the dead, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. After eight days his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord
Speaking of God's divine mercy, God's mercy is better and more profound than any human mercy or compassion could even imagine. We cannot downplay how different is Jesus' reunion with his disciples after he rose from the dead from how the expectations of the world might be. After all, Jesus had been betrayed and abandoned by most of his followers and almost all of his disciples. Only a handful of loyal women stayed with him, and the disciple called the one Jesus loved. His chosen disciples mostly scattered in fear. The one Jesus chose to be the rock on whom he would build his church denied him not once, but three times. Now Christ has risen, and he returns to meet them. If it was only a human way of thinking, one would naturally expect, if this was an earthly drama only, that there'd be revenge and retribution, or at least an extended session of guilt trips and finger-pointing. But no, not at all. And that's the miracle and the message of Christ. No recriminations, no punishments. There's not a hint of judgment in our Lord's return. He does not even punish Thomas for his doubt. And the doubting apostles demand that he would not believe until he had actually seen proof of the risen Lord. Christ meets Thomas right where he's at and shows Thomas what he needed to be assured of. He shows him his hands and his side. That is true mercy. That is compassion. It's also service and love, which Christ showed his whole life ministry. These are God's ways, which are so very different from many of the ways of the world. In the Easter narratives, the risen Jesus is encountered by different disciples in different situations and in different ways. Mary Magdalene recognises the risen Jesus only when he calls her by name. Mary. Then she realises and sees who he is. The two disciples travelling along the road towards Emmaus did not realise who this stranger was who was walking along them until they saw him break the bread and then their eyes were opened. They then realised that their hearts had already been burning with fervour as they walked along the road, but they had not recognised the signs of Christ's presence. But the disciples would get better and better at recognising Christ in the Eucharist, and in the Word of God, and in the stranger, and in the burning energy of God's good news. And then again today, some people do not recognise Jesus until they touch the wounds of the suffering one. May we continue to recognise Christ's presence whenever we touch the woundedness of those around us and offer support and strength. It could be argued that in fact it's not Jesus whom Thomas is doubting, but rather Thomas is expressing doubt in the word of his fellow disciples. So this passage can also be saying, Please trust in the proclamation of the disciples that has been handed down throughout the centuries, your fellow believers. This is the constant message of the church throughout its 2,000 years, that Jesus has truly risen. He is risen indeed. That is foundational. Even if we didn't see it ourselves 2,000 years ago or touch the very wounds of the risen Christ, we trust and believe in the firm and consistent testimony of the apostles who did see him, who did touch his hand and his side, and took bread from his hands and ate with him, who watched the Lord eat bread and fish himself, not as a spirit, but as true flesh and blood, 
as a human. And we believe in the words of the apostles which are written in the scriptures, so that we now share in their message and belief, and also share fully in the life of the risen Lord that Jesus offers to everyone. We need the community. It is not an added extra. There's no such thing as a solo Christian. Even when we work at times individually, or if we're unable to attend, as we've discovered over the last couple of years with the isolation of the pandemic, but it was so important that we came together in mind and heart and were united in common worship, whether it was in the church when we were able to, or at home watching videos of the church and reading our scriptures. It's important that we maintained that connection as best we could with the church. And of course, if possible, it's always great to be together as one community, not merely walking to the beat of our own individual drum, nor making up our own faith and practices as we go and according to our convenience. But that is not to say that those people who cannot gather at the church because of ill health or frailty or inability to get to the church despite their best desires, these people are still with us in spirit. We pray for them, we keep them in our prayers, we think of them and are very much united to them wherever they are, and we have communion ministers as best we can to go out and visit them. We're still connected, there's still that importance of community, even when people aren't able, due to their circumstances, to come to church. But they're very much welcome and they desire to be there. Thomas in the Gospel inspires us. He doubted, but he didn't give up. He didn't leave. He was still with the disciples the next week. He struggled, but the others did not reject him. Jesus strengthened him in his struggle and doubts. Thomas is a gift to us in another way. He shows us the apostles were not gullible or foolish. What they experienced in the risen Jesus was the experience of sensible people, just like you and me thinking people who don't easily swallow everything they're told, but nevertheless they did truly experience Jesus risen, body and soul, and this is what they've steadfastly passed on to all future generations. This is the testimony of sensible, deep-thinking people who know what they mean and mean what they say, and were willing to live that truth from then on and even die for that truth. That's how powerful it is. Today we know that our Lord is certainly worth trusting, and all his promises are true. And we can thank Thomas for Jesus confirming that for all future generations, including us here and now. Blessed are they who have not seen and yet believe. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. We gather like the early church to pray for all people. For the leaders of the church, that they may continue to preach the word and remain faithful in witnessing to their faith in the risen Lord. We pray to the Lord. For Christians everywhere, that their faith in the Easter mystery may be a source of joy and freedom for all people. We pray to the Lord. For the sick, especially those of our own community, that they may soon be restored to good health. We pray to the Lord. For this community, that through our prayer and faith we may bring peace, healing and reconciliation to our world. We pray to the Lord. For those who have died, that they may rise with Christ in glory, especially those for whom we now pray. We pray to the Lord. Lord God, you have given us the Holy Spirit to prompt our prayers. We humbly ask you to hear us and grant our requests through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the oblations of your people that renewed by confession of your name and by baptism, they may attain unending happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. 
Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but on this day, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. For he is the true Lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying, he has destroyed our death, and by rising, restored our life. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise. And even the heavenly powers, with the angelic hosts, sing together the unending hymn of your glory, as they acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, 
with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Bring your hand and feel the place of the nails and do not be unbelieving but believing. Alleluia, alleluia. 
the body of Christ. Amen. the blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that our reception of this Paschal Sacrament may have a continuing effect in our minds and hearts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for uniting in prayer and reflection for this wonderful feast of the second Sunday of Easter. And may God's mercy, love, health and peace be with you and have a wonderful grace-filled week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Alleluia, alleluia.
Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Today I Arise for Patricia Kelly by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Prayers and Chants from the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise like a rose bears its thorns. Today I arise this new day. day